Welcome to the Multiply Network Podcast, a podcast created to champion church multiplication, provide learning, and inspire new disciple-making communities across Canada. That's right, the Multiply Network turns one this month. Wow, they grow up so fast. Hi, my name is Paul Fraser, the host of the Multiply Network podcast, and I want to take some time to thank all of our listeners who tune in each month. We understand that time is so important, and we trust the interviews, the stories we share will continue to encourage, inform, and inspire you. And so thanks so much for being a part of this podcast. Well, I am so pumped to uh, introduce our guest today. It's my wife, Corey. She works with me in the Multiply Network. She does admin, communications, social media, basically keeps it all together. We talk about what it's like working together. We talk about some of the guests that impacted us throughout the year. And we also talk about some prize giveaways. We're going to have a contest on our social media at the end of this month. So it starts on the 15th. And you're going to hear about it in this interview right now. Well, super excited to have Corey Fraser, my wife, mm-hmm. but also the only other employee in the Multiply Network, <laughs> join, join the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of this. I'm excited to be here. Well, that's good because I know that you, you uh, had some resistance initially. But you felt like, ah, I should do it because Paul's asking, so I do appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So 10 months, how have we been doing working together? Give me a, give me a rating out of 10. A rating out of 10? I think we're probably firmly in the eight and a half range. That's good. Yeah. Very good. I'm pleasantly surprised. One of the things that we talked about early on was, could we work together like this? Like, we work at home, obviously, together. We've raised children together but could we actually work together and when we were you know talking with other couples and listening to uh, people talk about co-pastoring and co-leading and working together we thought is that could that work for us and this experiment has turned out to be an eight and a half yeah actually and getting better maybe some days it's even 8.75 wow (laughs) Yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised, to be honest with you, because I think we both had some reservations, like you said, having never worked kind of in this sort of setting before. But I think we've worked out a lot of the the kinks in how we work together because we've spent more than two decades trying to figure out what it's like to relate to one another. and, And so I think... We figured out a lot of those things. And to be honest, I think knowing those little things about you helps me support you better administratively. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been super fun. And we both had a we don't call it a learning curve. We call it a right angle. And there's no curve. It just feels like we're learning all the time Uh, when we're both firstborn. And so we both have firstborn personalities very we, strongly. Yes. We we tell this story. We're at uh, a mall, and we're driving to Costco, and we and we're arguing about discussing arguing about discussing arguing about. Uh, see, we're even arguing about the discussing. Uh, what is the shortest way to get to Costco? And so we were so committed to our our idea 
that we had to drive it twice. It's true. Two different directions. We were convinced. Each of us was convinced that we were right. Yeah. So, and in the end, we both were right because one was a shorter distance. And one was shorter time. And one was shorter time. And so we were both right, but... It did take driving the route two different ways to to figure that it's out. It's kind of embarrassing. But anyways, maybe there's some couples out there that are resonating with this and going, yeah, that's how it is. But we work together and we love it. Uh, maybe there's three people out there that are wondering, what is it like to work for Paul in particular as an admin assistant? Yeah, well, you've had a few admin assistants over the years um, with different jobs that you've had. And I've always been good friends with them because we felt like we're sort of a team trying to keep your life organized. And um, I remember somebody asking one of your admin assistants one time, what is it like working for Paul or with Paul? And she kind of rolled her eyes and said, well, let's just say there are times that there is a task that requires a lot of concentration, a lot of focus, and all of a sudden, Paul will just walk into my office and say, hey, want to see my new yo-yo trick? That, so, to be fair, that happened only once. Well, I'm sure something similar happened more than once. Uh, if any of yeah. your previous co-workers are listening, they'll know that you're always up to some kind of tricks. So... Fortunately for me, because I live with you, I knew what I was getting into. I knew what to expect. Um, and also, it it brings a lot of balance to me because I've always sort of lived by the motto, who needs fun when you can have structure, order, and routine? That's actually true, folks. Yeah. So, you know, if it was just me working and running the show, there would be no fun at all. Yeah. If it was just you... There might not be enough. There's a lot of there's a lot of fun wherever I go. There's it, no doubt about that. It's true. So sometimes mo- too much fun. Sometimes too much fun. I agree. I'm highly social. I have a very high social quotient. So, uh, and I feel bad for Corey because we have I have a home office, and so there's times I just go out and interrupt her because I just need some social interaction. Uh, maybe there's other people that can relate with that. But multiply network. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, we're Get here back to t- on track. We're, we're on track. We're on track. This is all important stuff. We're, Multiply Network is one year old. Yeah. And, uh, you we're know, just... We're excited about some some stuff that we're going to be doing to celebrate. Yeah, we're going to be... We should chat about that. We're going to chat about that near the end. But just as a, you know, just as a year in review, looking back, we really got our podcast going. And so, uh, you know, we've been able to see some some good traction there. The website, microsite, uh, is up, poc.org, backslash, multiply network. You're on the social media. Yeah, I am. This is new for me when you talk about learning curves. Yeah. uh, Well, I have had my own experience with social media. This has taken it to a whole new level. I am not techie at all, even though I'm the mom to teenagers and young adults. They, I'm sure, will be happy to to give me input, but yes, learning the social media and sort of keeping that running for Multiply Network has been a growth area for me, but something that I'm really enjoying as well. Why don't you just give a few tips? Like, what do you do to help? There might be other people out there wondering like, okay, social media, what are some, what's like, you're not techie, but you're still, you know, producing good content and 
What are you using? Two the, online platforms. The biggest thing is there is an app for everything. Yeah, so it's true. So if you're seeing the Multiply Network social media and you're thinking that we've hired this, like, you know, we're paying a lot of money for a, a professional marketing team. Um, nope, it's just it's just me using good old apps like Canva. Yeah, to help Canva. with the design side of things. Shout Thank out you, Canva. to Canva. Shout out Canva.com. And also Later, yep. um, which helps with the scheduling. And so those are two big ones that, that I've kind of, I'm implementing on a weekly basis yep. that are really helping with that side of things. And yes, and so what social platforms is the Multiply Network on? Well, right now we are on Twitter. Remember Twitter? The yep. good old days of like people our age yep. when social media was first <laughs> popular and exciting. Yeah. Uh, so we are on Twitter. We are on Facebook and we are on Instagram. And for all three of those platforms, you can find us at P-A-O-C Multiply. Yep. That's very good. And we also send out monthly updates to let everyone know that the, the site's been updated. There's new content. We, we uh, get new stuff out every month. And so... We send out the Multiply Extra yeah, it's monthly. True. So every month, as Paul said, we are updating the Multiply Network site. And the kind of stuff we're putting up there, I know you'll probably elaborate on it, but we've got new updated stuff, blogs, videos, articles every single month. But we also know that you're busy leaders and you might forget to check in periodically. So the 15th of every month, we send out um, a mass email yep. that we call the Multiply Extra, and it's kind of our little newsletter, and it's got a little intro about what we're sharing that month, our focus for that month, and then quick links to articles that we think you're going to be interested in. And we started doing quarterly, um, quarterly Multiply Extras in French. Yeah, so we also have... Uh, French newsletter uh, that goes out. It's called the Réseau Multiplié, and we put that together with some of the content that we've had on the website, have it translated and formatted, and we are sending that out to a lot of our French-speaking churches. Yeah. We also did this last year, uh, I think it was back in December or early January, I want to plant a church.ca. And so we did this, you know, one of the things that we hear, that at least I hear going across country, thinking about planting church, but don't know where to start. And so I want to plant a church.ca is a great ramp. Mm -hmm. So we've had, I don't know, maybe 10 to 12 people kind of start to go through that process, kicking tires. Right. And, and I think what's important about that for people to know is... It is a great start for if you're not ready to make a commitment, like you can just visit the site and see sort of what your next steps could potentially be. This doesn't mean that you're ready to jump into right. church multiplication right now. So it is really kind of a first step that helps you take the guesswork out of how to begin that church multiplication journey regardless of if you're ready to jump in right away, if it's something that you're interested in, you know, yep. six months, a year, five years down the road. Yeah. And so be sure to check that out if I you're want, interested. I want to plant a church.ca. Yes. We're actually looking to uh, translate that in French as well. So that will be happening later this year. 
One of the things that I've been doing is traveling to Bible colleges, which has been great. Been to every district, talking to leadership teams, trying to figure out the landscape of church multiplication in Canada. So we 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 feel like we've done a lot. It's been a good year. Mm-hmm. A lot. We've got lots to improve on. Uh, we would love people's feedback, interaction. We want to. You know, I hate this phrase, but it does it does kind of fit. We want to scratch where the itch is. Yeah, it's not a great phrase, but the idea is we want we want you to um we want to know that what we're doing and the work we're putting into it is actually meeting the need that you're looking to meet. So yeah. I think part of why the Multiply Network exists is because we want to share the stories of what is happening in church multiplication right now, because we know that that inspires new church multiplication. And you don't have to look very far in Canada to realize that the world, Canada, needs more Jesus. Yeah. And our big phrase, if you followed any of what we've been putting out for the last year, our big phrase is because every Canadian deserves an access point to the gospel. And so we want to get those stories out, but we also want to know how we can partner with you, the listeners or the readers, everyday, you know, church, church leaders or people who are business people working in the marketplace, people who are looking to co-pastor or, find a bivocational type of setting. So we need feedback to to find out, like, are we giving you the information that you're looking for? Are we properly sourcing the type, the type of information that you need, the resources that you need? And we also, yeah, we're just uh, excited to partner with so many different expressions of what that could look like. We really do want to be a champion for church multiplication. So, yeah, please let us know you know, how we can help. Um, and just as you were talking about some of those stories, um, I think we've done 42 different interviews um, in this past year. So what have you noticed or what's been an impact for you, Corey, as you've read those stories, you've, uh, you know, you've edited them or you've watched the take fives, listen to the podcasts. What's been the impact for you as you hear these stories from People in Canada doing pretty courageous things. Yeah, I think there I've been impacted more than I expected. Yeah. I thought that when I signed up for this, that I was just going to be able to use my administrative giftings, which is really a comfort zone for me and a strength yeah. for me and fulfilling for me. And an, a surprising outcome has actually been my perspective has changed. Not not that I was against church planting, obviously, not that I was against evangelism, but I have been so inspired by the risk takers whose stories we have heard. And the nature of my personality is that, you may have figured this out already, uh, I am relatively risk adverse by nature. So when I hear of people like Ben, ben and Emma, who yep. felt a call in their home of Australia and said, God, yes, we are going to say yes to your call for us to church plant in Canada. Yep. Um, and when I hear of you know stories from people like Wendy Payne, who with her husband 
went out to an island in the middle of nowhere and she just said, God, you're you're calling us to plant a church here, so I'm going to preach every Sunday, whether people come or not. Yeah. And she just had to get on her knees and ask God, please let somebody show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, these are just little snippets of stories of, I think, heroes who are taking risks because God is calling them and because they they know why they need yeah. to do this. They are so compelled yeah. with the why, which is Canada needing Jesus. For me, it's been, I guess, the the brilliance of the leaders. Like, I, yeah. I, I know that they're, you know, we, we have great leaders. But when I'm sitting on the podcast and I'm hearing them just kind of share what's in their heart, share what they're learning, I'm like, that's a book. or. Yeah. That's like a talk or that's a conference. Or and they're that's... talking about it like it's just some, hmm, yeah, every day. And I think that's important for for people who are listening to the stories, reading the stories to go, this isn't like some big magical experience for the people who are experiencing it. They're just stepping out in faith. Yeah. And for me, that inspires me to go, okay, so what God, what is God calling me to? It, I don't have to make it bigger than it is i just have to take that first step yeah whatever that is whether it's you know building better relationships with my neighbors or whatever it is i just have to step out into what he's calling me to and let him really do the rest just getting back to like the stories that we've heard i get like i'm an early adopter Mm -hmm. so i read that and i go oh i want to plant a church right now like right. I, I just, but I forget how much work, how much effort. And even though we've been a part of it, you know, we've been part of teams that have helped plant. We attend a church plant right now. For me, what inspires me is the sacrifice, you know, specifically those bivocational planters. I think of Stephanie uh, Borsato with her husband, Mario, out in the Maritimes, and she's working as a medical doctor uh, and then three days a week or whatever, I can't remember. And, and then the rest of her time, she's planning this church and she's just, I just love stories like that. Here's like, I, yeah, I do this, but this is my heart. Like everything I do is ministry. And I get, I get so inspired by that. I get inspired by the sacrifice. I, I hope the listeners that you, you know, those of you who've been participating and listening feel the same way when they're sharing their stories as this idea of, Wow, that is a tremendous amount of sacrifice. I think it's important, too, for people to hear those stories. It would be easy to dismiss them and say, well, I can't do that, or that isn't going to work in my context. Um, But the reality is we can plan, we can strategize, we can dream, we can do all these things, but it's the spirit that really needs to give us the burden for the lost and to move us forward strategically in all of that. And so what I want people to be doing when they're hearing those stories is saying, that is amazing. That is great. I am inspired. What can I do in my context? Can I be praying for these church pastors? church planters? Can I be supporting them through giving? Can I be talking to my senior leadership at my church about how we can get involved, about how we can start raising up leaders? Um, Can I just somehow send encouragement? 
I know enough about church planting to know that it's really hard work and it can be really discouraging. And lonely. And very lonely, yeah. And so um, we we want to help however we can build this network so that those church planters aren't feeling like they're doing it alone, so that they have other church planters to talk to and to, to journey together. And that's that's the beauty of the Multiply Network is connection. And I think you just... You just explained it so well that if we can connect a listener, connect a planter to another planter or a listener to a planter or a pastor to a planter, some way connection that we're all in this together, where it's a word of encouragement, I think you absolutely nailed it. That's a big part, I think, of why we exist is to make Canada smaller. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah, I, I fly across at lots. It's huge. Anything we can do to make Canada smaller is amazing. So, hey, thanks for being with us for this year so far. But I want to tell you, we're not done. We're just, we're not winding down. We're winding up. I think we still got lots of things ahead for the rest of this year in 2019 and on into 2020. Some of the cool things, though, as we celebrate this one year, uh, this one year, and it's not anniversary, one year birthday, is we've got some contests coming up. Corey, would you like to explain what those contests are? Yeah, well, who doesn't love birthday presents? Um, And so we thought since Multiply Network is turning one, instead of us receiving birthday gifts, we would like to give some gifts. That's right. So we've got a couple contests going on our social media pages. I'm not going to give you the details because you need to go find out the details on social media yourself. So go check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And you don't want to just... Wait on that because the contests end May 31st. Yep. So you need to make sure that you enter and see if you can win some prizes. Yeah. We're going to give away some gift cards. Yeah. And uh, we're excited to do that. So uh, so pay attention to that. Corey, how can they connect with us if um, you know they want to reach out to the Multiply Network or any of us here? Right. Well, that, as we just finished saying, connection is a big piece of all of this. So we want... We want you to connect with us in any way you'd like to. As I've already mentioned, social media is a great way to reach us. Um, You can check us out and connect with us through our website, which is paoc.org slash multiply network. You can also email multiply network at paoc.org. And is there anything I'm missing, Paul? Well, PAOC Multiply is our social media. Uh, Yeah, all of our social media... Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Our handle is at P-A-O-C Multiply. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to uh, connect with you and and be a part of your journey. Is there anything else we need to add? I know we've got lots of, we're looking at the list right now of May, June, July, August themes. So many great things coming up. Yeah. Themes, uh, interviews, content we'll be creating. Uh, we're excited to have you along for the journey. So stick with us. Uh, we'd love to. We'd love to uh, keep providing you some great content, some inspiring stories. We want to champion church multiplication, and uh, we want we want you to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it for now, Corey. Thanks for being a part of this. My pleasure. You you are my you are my favorite podcast listener, and I know that there's some really good friends that I've interviewed. Yeah that uh mike miller has the most listens but i'm still your favorite you're still my favorite so uh before we go though i just i just about forgot we got to do rapid fire questions oh okay with every guest that we have 
we do rapid fire questions. Okay, first question: favorite leisure activity? Uh, well, I'm not great at leisure. I'm trying to learn, but I do enjoy swimming and crocheting. I know I sound like a 90 year old lady. You do. Uh, if you if you had a favorite rodent, what favorite rodent would it be? Oh, that's a terrible question. Are rabbits rodents? Uh, They're kind of cute, and I used to have rabbits growing up. Okay, if if you could name a rabbit, what would you name it? Probably Fluffy. Okay, Fluffy. Or Hoppy. <laughs> or Huffy? Hoppy. Oh, Hoppy. <laughs> Fluffy and Huffy. Um, what most annoys you about me? Oh, that you have too much fun sometimes, and you don't take things seriously, and you're a real bug. Yeah. Is that just one thing? No, no those several <laughs> things. I I think at times I do have the spiritual gift of irritation. Absolutely. If you, you are the most anointed in that gift of Anointed I know. in annoyingness. Okay. <laughs> fiction author. Do you have a fiction author? Um I don't I haven't had a lot of time to read lately, but um Can I take a pass? Okay. You don't have a fiction author? Aren't you into John Grisham? That's that is one of the authors that I definitely enjoy. For okay, sure. yeah. How about authors from the Bible? Where are you reading? <laughs> where are you reading in the Bible right now? Where I'm reading right now is actually Paul's letters. Oh, so um, just you know, there's so much good stuff there that applies to what we are trying to do in Canada, yeah, in our society, totally. and just really good reminders. Who's your favorite kid? Oh, that's a good one. Well, you know, I can't answer that on <laughs> on recording unless I just say Piper. Who's who our is, dog. Who is our dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and last question. If someone was to buy you a coffee at Tim Hortons, Second Cup, or Starbucks, what would you get? Well, I'm easy. If someone was going to buy me a coffee anywhere, I would say yes. And yep. I would say I will take a dark roast black. Every single time. Dark Roast Black. Got it. Thanks, Corey, for jumping on today. Really appreciate it. Okay.